Hello, and welcome back to Let's Get Weirding. I'm Bo North. And I'm Megan Sunday. On this show, we're discussing Frank Herbert's Dune series chapter by chapter, and this week we're back to talk about chapter 38. But first, let's have a little fireside chat. Oh, so... How are you, Megan? I'm good. Are you and your family, you're all good, you're Mm -hmm. self-isolating, the three of you? We're all self-isolating. It's only been a few days, but it's already kind of like, oh, here we all are. (laughs) Uh, But it's fine. We're all all healthy, so that's the good thing. Yes. Knock on wood. Yes. Um, Yeah, I'm a little closer to like, I think, uh, I'm not sure who has more cases at this point, your state or my state, but we are closer to washington we're sort of the you know the seattle where the epicenter of all of this is Mm -hmm. for the u.s right now and yeah i mean things are very weird right now and it's weird to talk about a podcast it's weird to talk about a book from the 1960s when all of this is going on and you know if we can provide just a little bit of escapism for you guys and we're mm-hmm. happy with that but you know we want to kind of check in and touch base and see how you guys are doing is everybody you know safe and well and taking this seriously because that's yes. really the important thing yes please please take this seriously i understand not everyone can self-isolate you know not mm-hmm. everyone has the capability you know your, your work may not have closed you may not have a job that is able to do that you may be an essential employee somewhere which i mm-hmm. am including if you friggin mop floors at the Publix because someone yeah. has to and thank you um but yeah just please don't don't think that it's hyped and don't compare it to other things that you may have you know oh no one i never got ebola so it was nothing like just wash your hands Mm-hmm. and social yeah. distance and it's it's fine we're all gonna be fine it's gonna suck for a while mm-hmm. and then it'll suck less uh, you know like normal life <laughs> suck mm-hmm. a little less than this um it's really rough and it's really scary and i feel like by the time this is all over you know most everybody is going to be touched by this in some way whether it's like fallout from from this part of it from self-isolation or quarantine what have you or you know the worst case scenario a friend a family member a loved one someone you know you know coming down with this I mean we really are hoping for the best for everybody in this situation but (laughs) we're in America so (laughs) (laughs) to say that things are being bungled is maybe a bit of an understatement oh yeah it's yeah it could be better <laughs> yeah it could be a lot better so but celebrities saying imagine oh i <laughs> that i just know that made her mad so it just it it was so like aren't we great aren't we great we're doing this for you yeah and it's a very strange because if i'm not particularly fond of that song it just isn't rule i'm just not no um if like people i knew or even just non-celebrity people that i follow on twitter had done something like that i'd probably be kind of like oh that was nice Mm -hmm. i don't really like that song but that was nice yeah yeah, something about wealthy celebrities on their you know estates yeah uh being like here's a beautiful song that we're all singing for you look we don't have makeup on aren't we just like you it was like oh okay Great guys, you know. You know <laughs> at least Jennifer Ely is reading Pride and Prejudice every day on her Instagram, and that's something because oh, yeah, that's no, that like is. it's entertaining. It's you know you're learning something, you're getting a cultural enrichment, what have you. You're reading literature through like this famous, you know, person from Pride and Prejudice reading this is like a big deal, but like. It would be like, I don't know, like Kyle McLaughlin sat down and started reading Dune on Instagram <laughs> every day. Which, Kyle, I know you're listening. I, hey. We know you're a fan. <laughs> I don't know if they've shut down production on your show, but hey, uh, maybe you have, yeah. you know, a little extra time. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, my boss sent me this link the other day to, I think it was a Scholastic site where it was celebrities who were reading stories 
that you can watch. Uh-huh. And there was one entire row that it was sort of like, is this just for moms? Because it was <laughs> in a row, Mark Duplass. Yeah. David Harbour. Oh, yeah. Rami Malek. <laughs> and then, well, I mean, not my cup of tea, but somebody's, yeah. you know, more moms. Yeah, for sure. I doubt there's a lot of like seven-year-olds who are like, I love Mr. Robot. Like, <laughs> uh, and I forget who there was someone else, but it was just like, what is this whole row? <laughs> here, here, everyone, here, parents. This one's for you. I guess my whole thing with that stupid video, though, just and this is the last thing I'll say about it is like, <laughs> if you guys Gal Gadot, if you really wanted to help, you could send people groceries, or I don't know, Kristen Wig, pay someone's rent. Like, don't tell me you can't afford it. Sia, <laughs> like I know you could pay someone's phone bill. Oh just no, once. is Sia in it? Yeah, she was the it. only one that could sing worth a damn. Honestly, well, she's Sia. Yeah, so, oh, but Sia. yeah, that that was that was that, and it was uh, yeah, I hated it. <laughs> but yeah, so I think you know, just just <laughs> always fun stuff to do at your house. There really is yeah. spring breakers. Like, trust me. Yeah. I felt like such an old woman on Twitter because there was uh, some, a news clip going around of uh, kids at spring break in Miami and they were all talking about, you know, well, I've planned this for ages and I'm, you know, who cares? And one one girl was saying, you know, well, it's my 21st birthday. So and I'm gonna be like, you can, you're going to have plenty of time to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, but drinking on your 21st birthday is very boring. I got mudslides at TGI Fridays on my 21st birthday <laughs> just because we went out to dinner and I was like, I could order drinks. Yeah. I mean, my mom took me out for my 21st birthday. If that tells you how lame 21st birthdays are. Also, I mean, not to, you know, sound like a, a pure scandal, but uh, <laughs> it was not the first time I'd had alcohol or right. been intoxicated. Exactly. So, um, yeah. <laughs> woo woo excitement yeah i mean here's one thing you can do while you're in self-isolation you can watch you can cats read... well oh. you could read dune oh yeah i was gonna say oops you could read <laughs> this is dune. not the cats cast megan i don't know how many times i have to tell you <laughs> damn no you cats. Could read dune. <laughs> you could watch dune um yeah you could finally like tackle that mini series after our last episode Mm-hmm. You know, it's up. It's You can find it. I don't want to blow anyone's, you know, spot. Yeah. Uh, you never know what's going to get reported these days. That's true. Um, but it's out there. Yeah, you can uh, find it. It's amazing to me sometimes the stuff that does and does not get taken down off the internet. And I know a lot of it's just due to age and if there's anyone actively looking for it. But... Yeah. I've seen full movies on YouTube with, like, nudity and mm-hmm. sex scenes and stuff. And then, you know, Rihanna makes a music video where she's topless. And it's like, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how dare. How dare Rihanna parade her perfect little body around. Damn it, Rihanna. <laughs> oh, the days... Remember when yeah, that the Bitch Better Have My Money video came out and they were like, Mads. we don't know if we can show this. Yeah, I remember because Mads. Yeah, yeah. and there was nudity in that video. Yeah, mm. it's very good. And drug use. <laughs> have you seen the interview with Mads where he's like, I'm the bitch, and then he laughs? It's so cute. Yeah, it's him and Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, another, I miss, now another that The Outsider is done, I miss him. Yeah, I'm going to miss seeing him every week because I'm telling you, I've got a big fucking crush on Ben Mendelsohn. I miss his voice he was doing on The Outsider. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I love his, like, normal voice. Like, mm-hmm. his just everyday accent is amazing. But, like, there's just something about him. I don't know. He's just got something. It was just funny for me watching The Outsider because every week it was just, like, here he comes again in some like dad polo <laughs> and the daddest dad jeans like we're not grumbling. supposed to be super attracted to him <laughs> just grumbling about everything <laughs> that's going on 
Yeah. Well, there's uh, another thing you can do in self-isolation is watch The Outsider. Read The Outsider. It's a very long book. I need to read it. I have n- I have oh, yet to read good. it, but I I enjoyed the show a lot, so I probably will. So, if you couldn't tell listeners from this, um yeah, I mean like we're a little freaked out. We're a little anxious and nervous and scared and that's okay like it's okay to feel all those things you know it's okay to check out every once in a while too and just leave your troubles at the door Mm -hmm. relax put on a podcast listen to us talk about dune which we're gonna do now how's that for a segue woohoo but it's about the baron so yeah that's kind of why i'm dithering Because I know what we have to talk about. I'm it's like, a very uh, short chapter, and it's all about the Baron. Yeah. Um, and just, well, so and you, just to give you guys a heads up, next week is also all about all about that Baron. So I don't know why these are two chapters, Frank. I know. It's really not. I don't feel that it warrants two separate chapters, but oh yeah. well. So how do you feel like this is going to all of this before we get into the chapter? Mm. Like, how do you feel that all of this is going to affect the release of the movie? I guess. Do you see it coming out like direct to streaming? Do you see them releasing it early because of this? Well, I would like to hope that by when is it going to be December? December. Yeah. That we're going back to the movies. Um, But... If that is not the case, I imagine it would be a streaming situation. Um, mm-hmm. Something like they're doing now where, uh, you know, movies that are still technically in the theaters, you can you can rent them or buy them mm-hmm. now. Um, but they're very expensive. Yeah, it's uh, 20 bucks, which if you're two people going to a movie, it's kind of it's kind of the same price. It's even it might even come out cheaper if depending on what kind of theater you go to. If you go to, like, an Arclight or something like that, or if you go to, like, an IMAX mm-hmm. showing, like, you're going to end up spending 17 bucks a ticket. So, I mean, you're coming out on top this way, and you can own it. So if you like it, you can watch it again. The downside is, if you don't like it, you're stuck with this dumb movie you don't like that yeah. you pay $20 for. And I think... I, I think- and I'm sure I'm not alone in this. I just have kind of a, a knee-jerk reaction to spending twenty dollars to watch something in my house. <laughs> I should at least yeah. be getting an icy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. I don't. I don't mind. Like I feel like uh, when Knives Out came out, I bought it on Amazon, like streaming, just because I knew I was gonna want to watch it again. Which, funny enough, I have not watched it since it came out. <laughs> I bought it, but we have yet to watch it again. So I had to buy... Well, I didn't have to, but I chose to buy a movie that I was discussing on a, another podcast. And I'm very happy in that choice because mm-hmm. I've watched it like three times since <laughs> <laughs> So Excellent. More, Excellent. more on that later, but yeah. it was, <laughs> that one was a fine investment. <laughs> yeah so i i don't know i i kind of feel like because i've heard some stuff like you know it's possible that this is going to happen in phases that we're going to have like several months grouped up to get where we can like be outside and you know be around each other and doing stuff and then again like a few months of self-isolation and and things like that that's kind of like one of the the things i've heard and all of this is like not it's all just stuff i've heard on twitter so please please take it with a giant grain of salt so you know there there are lots of possibilities at this point Mm -hmm. so i'm saying like i feel like dune because we've been talking about it for so long because it is such a anticipated movie like i don't feel like i would have a problem spending 20 bucks to see it if it was just a drop streaming like tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to pay 20 bucks for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know not everyone can do that. So that's kind of the thing where it gets a little dicey. It's just like there is sort of an accessibility issue there. And I wonder if like studios are going to address that because like people that are staying home right now, like a lot of those people are now out of work. Yeah. And or on reduced hours. And, you know, it's very uncertain at this time. 
Yeah, it's that to me is the part that I'm more concerned about at times than I mm-hmm. am, you know, this idea of people like lots of people getting sick. And also just because I think something that a lot of people are kind of sidestepping, particularly if they want to say, I don't know, go to spring break mm-hmm. is this concept that, you know, if you're young, you're going to be fine. And it's like, okay. But if you're not, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to go to the hospital. And the thing is, and I was reading something that someone was saying the other day about this, and it's totally true, is it's that at a certain point, it's still, people have to go to hospitals for lots of stuff. Oh, yeah. People have babies. People, people have babies every day. Surgery. Yeah. They have heart attacks every day. Yeah. And if, you know, lots of things that could have been prevented by, you know, paying attention to what people are saying to do and doing it at this time you know like again and i don't i'm not trying to like make people feel super bad if you decided to like go out and get a cup of coffee i'm not trying to be morbid mm-hmm. but for myself personally like i could not have had my baby at home yeah and so having access to a hospital where i was able to have her and have doctors there to do it and everything was was vital and yeah. that's going to keep happening. And, like, you know, it's not as simple as, oh, well, people can just stay home and, you know, I'll, you know, it'll be fine. And there's plenty yeah. of doctors to do everything. It's like, no. Or, like, no. A mutual friend has a, a four-year-old that fell yesterday mm-hmm. and, like, almost tore her nose off of her face. And they had to go to the hospital to, like, have her nose like, reattached to her face. Oh, my I God. Mean, she's fine is the thing it's just like she's fine because they were able to get her in and see her and the hospital system was not completely bogged down mm-hmm. with people in respiratory distress yet and that's the thing it's like that's what we're looking at mm-hmm. in the future is you know hosp- that and that's why we're all staying home is because we're trying to space it out in such a way that our hospitals do not get overwhelmed yeah so just we all just gotta think about everybody else mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah that's... and i'm encouraged by a lot of the stuff i've been seeing like i've seen a lot of people being just really selfless and really kind mm-hmm. and reaching out and saying does anyone need anything i'm healthy i can deliver groceries or i could drop them off at your door we don't have to like interact or anything like (laughs) (laughs) which is very cool but like or people like offering to like hey you know i've got this much in my bank account i can help this you know i can help with this much money for Mm -hmm. people that need bills you know bills and i've seen people who are at home with their children where other people are you know oh i can do a skype call and teach your Mm -hmm. kids how to play guitar and you know i can do this and that and just yeah and yeah, I think that's the thing is, is just be as we, uh, you and I both were watching a video today of mm-hmm. a little girl, uh, doing a jingle dress dance. I don't know if that's the correct term and I apologize. And she was just so beautiful and so just like, you know, be kind and, yeah. you know, everyone be safe and wash your hands. And it was just <laughs> like, you tidy. Oh. Little I angel. know. Like your message I was like, is pure. And I was good. like tearing up. I'm just like the children. Yeah. <laughs> um. So with not, that, being not mine said, so much. She'll she'll be sort of an anti entity kind of. I feel like she's your kid is gonna be running things. Oh God! No, exactly. It's gonna be Tina Turner, just like <laughs> who run Barter Town. She does. <laughs> like, no, this wasn't supposed to be the way. You were supposed to be selfless. And... <laughs> the utopian um, future um nobody asked for this but apparently gritty just released a, <laughs> a statement <laughs> oh oh what is gritty saying to us in this trying time um it's long i'll have oh, to post God, it gritty yeah, gritty it's... no one's got time for your lengthy <laughs> statement um I, i'll i'll read an excerpt um okay my my dear grittisons Oh, okay. (laughs) We have no hockey, but we have each other. Now is when I would typically embrace you with my fur, but instead I will envelop you with my words. Social distancing. (laughs) How are you? I hope everyone is staying safe, but enough about you. Let's talk about me. 
I know a lot of you have been asking if I'm okay and wondering what I've been up to. The most adorable creatures seem to be immune. Small dogs, or dogs, small children, possibly me. Regardless, I'm taking this very seriously. My paws are V-clean. My home is completely wrapped in toilet paper. The virus isn't getting in. I think he's missing. I think he's missing the point there, Grant. Yeah. Um, I'm health in its purest form. My body temp is a classic gritty average of negative 55.6 degrees Celsius. I've never felt slimmer, but I still can't seem to shake the swimmer's ear. Ongoing issue. You know what they say. When the virus goes low, we go high. Uh, well, the DVD box at the toilet paper store was out of options, so now I'm on my ninth watch of Osmosis Jones. I also started watching Lost. I couldn't find seasons one or two, so I started on season three, and I can't help but feel like I missed something important. <laughs> I'm lonely, so I'm sure you are too. We can be lonely together. Maybe being together in loneliness will make us not lonely? I recognize that there's a lot going on, and I rightfully assume my duty to be the orange light of hope in this COVID-19-covered world. After all, laughter is the best medicine, next to medicine. Peace, mm. love, sanitizer, waves, gritty. That was beautiful. I know. Thank you, gritty. Thank you, gritty. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I can't think of any better time to get into this chapter. Oh, how are you gonna follow that up Irulan? oh not with anything quite as joyous believe me no. for some reason now we're learning not only about Irulan's thoughts on her husband right but on count fenring mm -hmm. so good good for this yeah from count fenring a profile by the princess Irulan. no woman no man no child ever was deeply intimate with my father. The closest anyone ever came to casual camaraderie with the Padishah Emperor was the relationship offered by Count Hazimir Fenring, a companion from childhood. The measure of Count Fenring's friendship may be seen first in a positive thing. He allayed the Landsrad's suspicions after the Arrakis affair. It cost more than a billion salaries and spice bribes, so my mother said, and there were other gifts as well, slave women, royal honors, and tokens of rank. The second major evidence of the Count's friendship was negative. He refused to kill a man, even though it was within his capabilities, and my father commanded it. I will relate this presently. But not in this chapter. No! <laughs> Which is why it's so weird that that's tacked on here. But very cool giving slave women has mere. Always very, great. Very cool. Always fantastic. Still not over your... Uh, appearance in the miniseries where you were just smirking all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So much smirking. Smirk. He was just a walking smirk. Yeah, so, yeah, Fenring isn't even in this chapter. Mm -mm. Like I said, we're, we're on, we're with the Baron. He's storming around the servants' rooms, um, yelling at Nefud, Nefud. Who is just in his Samuda trance. Yeah, he is... Just Bombed it. out of his gourd on Samuda. He is rolling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm saying if this goes on for a really long time, I'm going to need me some of this Samuda. Sounds pretty great. I mean, honestly, it sounds really fun. Um, Yeah. So this is where the first like indication we get of how much time has passed. Mm -hmm. So Nafud has basically been with the Baron now for two years so it's been two years since the coup on Araka since Leda was killed since Paul and Jessica fled to the desert mm -hmm. yeah and he's just like so what's your job would you say yeah. <laughs> the food would you say your job is to protect me to keep an eye on stuff for me and he's just like yeah I guess I would it's like okay so then where's my nephew <laughs> yeah like, ah, because he just totally tried to kill me with a poison needle in a slave boy's leg. Now, the fact, so we're told that, so Nafud is supposed to examine all of these boys before they're sent to the Baron in case of something just like this happening. 
And we're told that this one had a blemish on his leg, and the blemish, much like it was in, we mentioned it in the miniseries episode, uh, had a poison needle in it. Mm-hmm. You'd think that they'd be able to cover up this blemish. Little yeah. makeup, little concealer. <laughs> like, this guy's just walking around with, like, a big old, like, bruise on his thigh, and it's like... Right. Hmm. I was thinking it was, like, a mole or something. I mean, maybe. Is that not allowed? No moles? Screw you, Barry. I guess. I don't know. I don't know what they define as a blemish. I guess it was just enough. It wasn't perfect. He was not a perfect young man. Uh, And he's just, I just love it. He's like, so. He's like, well, I think, I think Fade is in with, like, the the slave women. And he's like, okay, are you, are you supposed to tell me every time that he goes to see all the slave women? And the food's just like, ah. Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) why would you put someone that is addicted to a drug on like as like the head of your security force well i mean that was you know part of the whole thing in the first place but yeah that's gonna backfire on you eventually Mm -hmm. uh and then fade walks in Mm -hmm. um and he realizes, the bear realizes that this means that Fade is also spying on him because he clearly just like hustled over here when he heard the Baron was on a rampage. Although I can't imagine that even if he didn't have spies, that wouldn't just get around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's going, he's floating all over the place and he's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> and so um. he has the worst cover story I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> which is that he was. In he the was... slave quarters, playing pyramid chess. Yeah, with the slave master. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure you were, Fade. And he's like, "Okay, then who won? I, I did. It was me. I won." <laughs> uh, and then the Baron says, "Well, then we should get the slave master killed because he sucks he's... at games." Yeah. I, I like, mean, what? I think at this point, he's just, he's going to kill someone no matter what. He's just that pissed. And then, you know, like, this whole time fades like, oh, shit, oh, shit. <laughs> he's starting yeah. to, like, realize, like, he's on to me. Mm-hmm. And he, he sends to, because uh, he's, like, you know, look. Uh, he's like, Nefu. Do you, do you want me to still be pissed at you? Or do you want to be back in my good graces? And he's like, uh, what? <laughs> and he's just like, okay, then go to the slave master and kill him and bring back his body because we don't want shitty chess players working yeah. for us. Boy, I would not want to be appointed slave master to the Harkonnens because this oh, is the no. second one they've killed in this book. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then... There are two guards who had gone to the Baron's chambers to get the slave boy's body, mm-hmm. and they like walk by, and the body's arms are like flopping on the ground, and the Baron's like, "Yeah, and kill them too, because that sucked. I didn't need to see that. <laughs> like, I don't like how they carry that body, so we're gonna kill them too." This is like one of the first. I feel like this is really like the first time, even all this stuff that. The Baron has orchestrated so far, but this is the first time where he's just like, I'm evil. Yeah, like this is full on just like, nope, you're dead and you're yeah. dead and you're all expendable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he demands that Fade go with him to his chambers and Fade's just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, fuck, he's on to me. And he's thinking, <laughs> you know, is he going to kill me? Does he have someone else who could be the successor? Right. And the Baron's just like, I don't have anybody else, but he needs to learn his lesson. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do like how he's just like probably going through some kind of role in his head of like all the other Harkonnens and he's just like, ah, oh, no, 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 not that one. Like, <laughs> not, not the Beast or Ben, yeah. not Jason, not yeah, <laughs> Joe Harkonnen. Right. Uh, they all They're suck like except the... Fade. Right. Fade's the only, really the only option for him at this point. And he mentions, he's like, okay, so have you heard the new hot gossip from Arrakis? Mm-hmm. Which talking is... talking about this religious leader. They have this new religious leader that they call Muad'Dib. He's stirring up all kinds of stuff. 
But I told Ravan that they can have the religion because it keeps them occupied. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's so nice of you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Faye does come clean with the Baron mm-hmm. about uh, him and Thufir plotting to kill him. Which, amazingly, the Baron doesn't immediately kill Thufir. But I guess because Thufir is too valuable. Like, his knowledge and his bind or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's kind of a little interesting moment where he says, you know, he, he asks the, because he's, he, uh, blah, sorry, excuse me, because he asks Fade, he says, well, why, why didn't you just do it? Mm. And he says, because you told me that my hands, my hands always have to stay clean. Yeah. And the Baron has to sort of begrudgingly say, like, that's true, because if you go before the Emperor and his truth sayer, then you have to be able to say, I didn't yeah. do it. Exactly. Um, and Fade asks him, like, well, why didn't you ever get a Betty Jesuit truthsayer? And he's just like, I don't like him. I don't trust him. I don't like him. Like, don't even mention it. Yeah. Uh, which I like just because we don't really see the Baron interact super much with the Betty Jesuit at all. And no. so it does. You would think that he would want to have some kind of, like, I don't know, like, evil witch Betty Jesuit, <laughs> like, you know, lurking around his palace. But he's just like, nope, don't like him. No. And I think part of that is he just doesn't want women around. Yeah, because he doesn't <laughs> first say, like, well, you know my tastes. Like, right. <laughs> I want these ladies around. <laughs> Keep all of them in another place so you can I mean, not uh, to not being into women, that's totally fine. But, like, just the unbridled misogyny. He doesn't even want them near him. Plus, I think that, I mean, as we find out later, like, he had he's had an experience with the Benny Gesserit, shall we say? <laughs> right. uh, that is probably also part of it, where he's just like, no, Mm-mm. don't yeah. like them. They got all kinds of plans. Uh, the Baron brings up the battle that Fate had in the arena, mm-hmm. where they had the sort of you know sham with the slave, and you know, and Fade admits it. He's just like, yeah, fine, you know, yeah, I did it. Uh, and he's just like, all right, fine. But you're still an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, <laughs> you're very brave, but you're very stupid. Right. Um, and he, he kind of, he misses, he misses Piter. He's just like, I wish I had that little creep back again. Yeah, because Piter understood subtlety in yeah, a way okay, that gross. no one else did. So cool, I guess. Yeah, great. Piter, mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> uh I do like how Fade keeps looking around and thinking things, and the Baron is always a step ahead of him. Yeah. And you're right that this is also the first chapter, I think, really, where we see that the Baron is a formidable opponent. You know? Yeah. Like, he's good at this. Uh, and he's just like, oh, what did I do? You know, like, don't don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I killed him, and that's all you need to know. Like, let me, let me have my secrets. Yeah. Uh, so he says, you know, we're going to make a little bargain. And, you know, <laughs> you're the only one that I've got who can be my successor, but this was stupid and I don't like it. And this is another fade. It's like, get to the point, you old fool. He's thinking this. And the Baron's like, so you think I'm an old fool? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty like, funny. I'm way ahead of you, dude. <laughs> um, and he's just like, stop trying to kill me. <laughs> and you can have a ruckus. He's like, I'll retire. When I think you're, when you're ready, to you an gotta advisory stop trying to kill me. Role, which I thought was, um, you know, a little on the nose as an advisory role. I mean, I feel like he was just going to be, uh, sort of the sort of the power behind the throne mm-hmm. in his advisory role. I think he likes Fade as ex- has his successor because he feels like he can control him. To some degree. And he also thinks the Baron does that, you know, that Fade's plan probably would have worked, except that Thufir warned him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, well, I saved him from Arrakis. And, you know, because he's trying to kind of think, well, I want him to think that I I figured this all out on my own. And I kind of did, because I saved Thufir, and therefore all of Thufir's thoughts belong to me. So mm-hmm. it was all me. He's <laughs> convincing yeah. himself as well. And Fade's just like... Wait, 
is he really going to retire? <laughs> Spade, if you really think that, you are as dumb as you look. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I will. But until then, Thufer's going to be watching you 24 mm-hmm. by 7. <laughs> like, good luck. And Fade's just like, but what do I get out of this bargain? Like, he has to watch me all the time, and, and I don't get to try to kill you. And what do I get? And the parent's like, I don't kill you. Yeah, that's what you get. You get to live. (laughs) Hooray. Um, But he's not done, like, punishing Fade. No. Well, he also brings up that, you know, he mentions, because Fade says that Thufur is a dangerous toy, and the Baron's Mm -hmm. like, don't, like, that's, mm -mm. don't, don't underestimate underestimate him. him. Yeah. And he says, you know... You know, don't worry about that. And, you know, we're going to direct his attention elsewhere against the emperor. And Fade's mm-hmm. just like, what? <laughs> yeah. And Fade then... takes a second to like, oh, I'm going to be emperor one day. Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay. <laughs> sure. Like, well, then in that case, amazing. Because yeah. the Baron's whole plan is that, you know, they're going to let Thufur think that he is getting revenge on the Emperor for what happened on Arrakis. But really, he's just going to be clearing the way for the Harkonnens to take over. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, he's going to be watching you. I know you don't like it, but oh well. Yeah. And the Baron's just like... It's just funny because the Baron just keeps thinking, like, he thinks he's ahead of me. And Fade keeps thinking, I'm ahead of him. <laughs> like, I'll it try is, my... It is funny. Like, they're so in tandem. Like, I'll, I'll keep him around and, as long as I need him. And the Baron's just like, yeah, he thinks he's going to keep me around and then get rid of me. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Who do you really think would come out of this, though? I, I really think the Baron... Oh, the what Baron, ended up sure. being the the last man standing. I don't think Fade really like Fade's intelligence, and he you know he has a certain degree of cunning, but nowhere near to the degree mm-hmm. that the Baron has. Plus, the Baron has a lot of experience over. Yeah, him. yeah. Fade's young. It, also, he says, Fade. By the way, <laughs> since you still do need to get punished for trying to have me, try to kill me. Uh, you have to go to the slave quarters and kill all the women. With your own hands. With with all the women in the pleasure wing, as it were. And he's just like, what? He's like, oh, well, what did I say? It's a very, like, but dad kind of moment. And just like, you're talking about killing lots of women. And he's like, well, there's going to be more. Like, go on. And he's just like, Ugh. he's like, you need me, Fade. And he's like, yeah, I need him, but not all the time. Like, one For of now. these days. Yeah. Like, yeah, one of these days, Fade, sure. Wink. It's a very gross chapter. I mean, it's amusing, but it, on the whole, pretty gross. I mean, we're on Getty Prime, which is gross. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's just gross to be on Getty Prime. Yeah. Uh, and... It's yeah. It's the first time we really, I think, see the Baron flex a lot of his muscles, as it were, mm-hmm. and that he's that definitely. It's a very kind of like Bond villain sort of. I'm gonna shoot the guy next to you so that you know I'm serious. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you're dead and you're dead, and also those two guys are dead, and you have to kill all these women, and that's it. You know, like oh. What a lovely family. Just that? Okay. Yeah. Ugh, can you imagine? I do think at times they are so showy. They're such showy mm-hmm. villains. Yeah. That there might as well be big signs that are like, we're the bad guys. Right. And it's just I like, who else could it be? <laughs> especially considering how, I mean, not necessarily subtle, but how the whole message of like the other half of this book is that no one is a hero and no one mm-hmm. is a villain and you know you yeah. need to do your own thing and don't believe in heroes don't put all your faith in into people right uh, and then it's like also these bad guys who live on sex torture <laughs> planet <laughs> like ah uh, okay sure so i mean there's so much about it that just feels so unnecessary and like i was texting you earlier cuz i read ahead to the next chapter but like there's like it's 
barely even a page apart. The Baron licked his fat lips like twice. And I'm just like, is this necessary? <laughs> There's so much like beating us over it, the head with like, they're disgusting and gross and you shouldn't I, like them. And it's like, we don't. We get it. Yeah. We, we haven't liked them from the very beginning. When it's overkill. Bad guys. <laughs> and it's very... That part, I think, almost becomes more from sort of cliche high yeah. fantasy and cliche sci-fi where it's like, we're the evil villains. Therefore, it's like there's... I can close my eyes and just imagine so many fantasy novels where the court of the evil whatever, queen, king, emperor, mm-hmm. whatever, there's always like some kind of weird sex dungeon yeah. and like people just creeping around and like because this is where the bad guys are mm-hmm. you know like look at this they're bad guys <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> speaking of you know missing someone for their subtlety like there's so much of this book that is very subtle and then mm-hmm. there's this which is like an anvil yeah, you the Harkonnens are very, very overstated. I mean, we're coming up on a lot of chapters where Paul is now becoming more con- he's he's becoming more convinced of his own like legend, like he himself is starting to believe his hype, and that's that's interesting stuff. Like that's subtle, that's different, that's like well, you know. We all like we all like an unlikely hero. We all mm-hmm. like someone who has to be the hero even though they don't want to. You know, I mean, and that that's why like, you know, the Council of Elrond. That's why it's such a big deal when Frodo was like, "I'll do it." Yeah. You know, I'm just this regular guy, this regular Hobbit, and I don't yeah. know what you're really talking about, but I'll do it because yeah. someone has to. Someone's got to do it. Yeah. And then you have so much of that, and then it's just like, wahaha, <laughs> we're exactly. evil. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a lot. Twirling. They're a lot. The Harkonnens are just a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and it plays so much into this idea. I mean, and there's obviously is a huge part of it because it's like the whole like Betty Jesuit's whole like you know deal. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, you know, characters find out that they're related to Harkonnens and yeah. they flip out. Like, that must mean that I'm the worst person in the world. <laughs> it's like, that's not really how genetics work, but okay. Yeah. And, you know, the whole nature versus nurture thing. Well, and it's fascinating because that's even brought up because Margot yeah. Fenring thinks that about Fade. You know, she tells her husband, mm-hmm. like, if, if he had, he had raised been... somewhere else. Yeah, he could have actually been, like, a decent guy. Yeah, like, you know, he's such a good warrior, and he's smart, and he's cunning, and, like, if someone good had had the raising of him, maybe he would have been a better person. Right. But then in this other, like, in the same breath almost, someone will be like, oh, and by the way, you're a Harkonnen, and it's like, oh, my God, I'm the worst thing that's ever mm-hmm. existed, and it's like, okay. All right, fine. <laughs> but that's yeah. such a sci-fi fantasy, Hell, like, that's, a, like, a romance novel. I mean, thing, it's very it's much like, like Luke finding my... out that Darth Vader is his father. Yeah. You know, it's just like, no, it's not possible. It's like, Are you saying we don't get to pick Star our family. <laughs> has taken stuff from Dune? Um... <laughs> But that does come up. It, I've, I just feel like I've read like four romance novels over the last few months where somebody is just like, are you saying my great great aunt was in Bedlam? I must be <laughs> mad. And it's like, no, that's not. No, that's not how what? it works. People <laughs> calm down. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, it has nothing to do with anything. Right. <laughs> oh. now, now everyone's freaking out and drinking brandy. Right. Oh, love romance novels where everyone has brandy all the time. Oh my god, and whiskey. Just so much brandy and whiskey. And it's just like I mean, I'll take the the whiskey for sure. I can't sip that much hard liquor. I mean if if I lived in a time when you couldn't drink the water. Yeah. You'd make it small beer or nothing. But Yeah. Still. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, that was the chapter. It was not a lot to it, but next week is going to be a meteor sort of chapter. There's a lot more going on, even mm. though we're still with the Baron. Um, we'll have more to talk about with that one. It'll probably be a little more cohesive than this week, because I feel like we're all just very frazzled. 
right now from when has this podcast ever been cohesive um that's true (laughs) fair fair point it's so funny because there's a podcaster that we both really like who today was like hey if you do your podcast remotely like i have time on my hands i'll be a guest so i reached out and i was like oh we love your show we'd love to have you on and he was just like oh you know I'm I'm not like caught up in the book. I started reading it and I'm not like where you guys are. And I was like, that's okay. We could talk about something else. He's like, but all your episodes are about Dune. And I'm just like, mm. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Have you no, listened? Really, Have you listened to our show? Because not really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> nominally, yeah. nominally. Yeah. In title f- for sure. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> I was like, really, <laughs> re-listening to some of the older episodes like the fourth episode i believe like with brian skinner we barely talked about the chapter at all it was just a lot of that's the power of skinner yeah it is it really is so (laughs) fingers crossed that 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 person uh gets caught up says that he wants to come on so fingers crossed because it would be a big get for us but it'd be super cool yeah so Anyway, speaking of old episodes, we had our drawing for our one-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we had a winner. Um, and I reached out to the winner online, and he, they have not responded yet. So, Mayor Mer M E R uh, Fraser, I believe is the last name. So you are the winner. You won a wonderful hardback cover of Dune, or um copy of dune it's really pretty it's really cool uh reach out to us contact us at let's get weirding at gmail.com and we can send it to you along with all the rest of the swag that we have uh yeah but if not we'll draw another name so we'll see Mm -hmm. how that goes (laughs) you could still be in the running yeah yeah there's always a chance there are many paths yeah and we just really want to thank everyone that entered all the people Mm -hmm. that followed us on facebook and on twitter and our instagram and left left reviews reviews. oh my god thank you for the reviews we love it we love it i so appreciate when you're not required to leave a review but Mm -hmm. when it's you know heavily suggested and you still actually put any kind of effort into it oh for sure because i know myself personally i have definitely (laughs) entered things where they're like oh and you have to write a review and i'm like this is cool yeah (laughs) great show (laughs) yeah (laughs) awesome yeah so yeah i have definitely done that especially with like cosmetic giveaways oh i was about to say because the makeup ones are always like tell like tell us what you do if you won this palette it's like i would put on makeup yeah i would have glowing skin every day i would like to wear this eyeshadow thank you yeah so (laughs) i never win those no i never do either so mer if you're out there give us you know reach out to us we will get your prizes to you i will heavily disinfect everything first just in case (laughs) um uh, yeah, but do you have you have a plug this week, don't you? I do. Uh, it is not out yet, but it will be out probably about the to- same time that this mm-hmm. episode is out. I am a guest on the Kill by Kill podcast Woo! again. We love uh, the Kill by Kill podcast. We love them very, very much. And I love being on there. And this time, this is now this is an episode for their Patreon. So mm-hmm. if you're... I mean, I would heavily suggest that you become a patron of Kill by Kill because you get a great, great extra episodes. Um, But we are doing an episode on the movie Warlock. Yes. Starring Julian Sands, Richard E. Grant, and Laurie Singer. And it's amazing. And you get to hear uh, scandalous stories of my youth. (laughs) So, (laughs) woohoo. Well, I know that you have a serious thirst for Julian Sands. I do, very much, yes. So, (laughs) I mean, and who could blame you, really? It encompassed a lot of my my wayward youth. (laughs) And you have to understand, kids, that before, like, Tumblr, and even before, like, Google, it was not easy to be thirsty for for people. It really wasn't. You had to buy magazines. And if they weren't likely to be in magazines, like, say you were a 14-year-old in love with julian sands then you were you were it was tough i mean the internet existed but it was very limited 
back then. There wasn't a lot you could watch and things like that. It was a lot of, like, I was on a lot of message boards. Yeah. So I could talk about Julian Sands, just, like, all I wanted to. Mm -hmm. But that didn't get me pictures and or video. Yeah. I mean, you could get a picture, but it would take you, like, a half a day (laughs) to load. (laughs) And there were only, like, six available. Right. (laughs) And none of them were the nude scene from A Room with a View. Yeah. So. Which, thank thank you, Merchant Ivory. <laughs> so much nudity in a Merchant Ivory film. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really have... I don't think I have any plugs this week. Um, no, I started posting a paranormal mm-hmm. urban fantasy book to Wattpad. So if you're, in, you're on Wattpad, you can check it out. It's a book I wrote way back in the day. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm bored. I'm not doing anything with this book. I might as well post it somewhere. Yeah, I saw that today, and I haven't had a chance to start reading it yet, but I was oh, looking at the... Oh, it's old, so. It's fine, but I was looking at the tags, and I was like, no, I'm in. Yeah. I'm I know. Sold. The first... I think the first tag is, like, murder. Angels. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> it's like, a lot... I pretty much just threw every fantasy element I could think of into a blender, and I don't think it really quite works, but it was a good exercise for me, so... Exactly. And it is like a 98,000 word book. So, I mean, it's like a full novel. And I had planned to write like a whole series. But, you know, you know how these things go. I do. Yeah. So anyway, so that was us for this week. We will be back next week. Um, You can reach us on, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Uh, Email us, weirdingpodcast at gmail.com everywhere else pretty much you can find us either at weirding pod or weirding podcast yeah we're pretty much in all the places so reach out Mm -hmm. find us talk to us you know if you guys need a sounding board listen we're here to listen so consider us fraser crane i (laughs) i reject being fraser and would prefer to be niles but well who wouldn't prefer to be niles honestly uh but yeah and really we're embarrassingly on twitter so yeah i mean like honestly constantly (laughs) (laughs) don't even worry about it (laughs) and every day i'm like why am i on this hell site (laughs) Uh, every day every single day but anyway well until then guys take care of yourselves take care of each other wash your hands yes please thanks everyone bye